welcome to the second annual Macrofab Star Wars Christmas Special Podcast, and I'm your guest, Taylor Smith. And we are your hosts, Stephen Craig and Parker Dillman. This is episode 98. So Taylor, who are you? Hello. Uh, so my name is Taylor, and I also work at Macrofab as their production account manager, which means I manage all of our large customers as they go through prototyping to full production. I graduated from Texas A&M last fall and joined the Macro Fam earlier this year. Is that what we're calling it now? The Macro Fam? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this is the second annual podcast for Star Wars. Boop, Christmas boop, boop. special, et cetera, et cetera. Right before <laughs> the next movie comes out. Yes, it comes out this Friday. I got my tickets already. I have not got my tickets. Yeah, I have not got my tickets yet <laughs> oh, either. Come on, I thought Steven, you were supposed to buy my tickets. Was I? Yeah. Oh, I think we were kind of drunk when we said we were going to do that. <laughs> yeah, or probably. When I said I was going to do that. <laughs> probably. Oh, well, we'll get tickets. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah. So, Taylor. So, this is a question we asked last year to mm-hmm. everyone that was on the podcast for this, um, which was us and Josh. Josh. So, nice. one other person. <laughs> this is off to a great start. You've got a lot um, of friends, Parker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Taylor, what is your favorite Star Wars character, organic and robotic? All right. So organic was super easy for me to pick. It's Qui Gon Jinn. I mean, those locks like had me at the age of seven. So and then. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I love the episode. For, it's episode one, him fighting Darth Maul. It just was incredible. Uh, first time I cried during a major feature film. So it was heart heartbreak. But When, when Qui-Gon dies? When Qui-Gon dies. So, sorry, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think the was the, the it was like a, a limit, statute of limitations on spoilers. <laughs> and so especially we're going to be talking about the last movie, which was episode, um, no, it was Rogue One. So it's yeah. not an episode, um, and it's about a year now. So statute of limitations is whatever it is now. Great. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and so so I have to I have to admit. Uh, so I kind of overheard this, did not know it, but right before we were recording, Taylor said that her birthday or her birth date was in 1994, <laughs> and uh, said, yeah. and I yeah. did I didn't know that, and I was like, wow, okay, well, so mine was in 1987, which for probably some of our listeners, they're gonna say the exact same thing, be like, oh wow, but <laughs> but in terms of in terms of like Qui Gon Jinn being your 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 favorite there, I guess it makes a little bit more sense with with uh, the 1994. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I joined like the Star Wars fandom, so I grew up in a like addicted Star Wars household, and like, like my dad forced me to binge watch episodes four through six, no choice. When I was like seven, <laughs> he like taped and your eyeballs open. Yeah, no, it was quite literally like safety pins, like just holding my eyeballs up. It's Clockwork Orange, yeah. but with, with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, "What is this super old movie you're showing me with a green puppet? I'm not interested." Uh, but then Phantom Menace came out when I was closer to nine, and that was like. I was so into it. I dressed up in my Leia buns. Like, my mom made me a whole costume. I was like, you know, I thought the CGI was amazing. Amazing. I thought Jar Jar Binks was, like, great comedic shtick. And uh, <laughs> it really it got me to stick around the Star Wars fandom for a while. Uh, but I've grown out of that Padawan stage since then and yeah. become a bit more mature in my knowledge. So what do you still think of Jar Jar then? <laughs> you know... Honestly, I still like Jar Jar, and See, my brother gives me so much hell for it. See, I mean, Jar Jar is the least of the prequels' problems. Yeah, oh, so very I'm true. like, don't even worry about. He's just a scapegoat of like people just <laughs> say, oh, the prequels are bad because they had this silly character in it. Yeah, but he, 
I mean, the prequels well, are bad for really, so many reasons. For my, so yeah, but so wait, 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 wait! Just this last weekend, uh, Parker, you were at my apartment, and yeah. and what did you say? Star Wars was. I'll I'll, I'll bring it up for you. Uh, I don't remember you, what you, I said. You, well, yeah, that's when we were drunk. <laughs> but I remember this because it's true. Star Wars is just a bunch of weird, zany characters in a bar on some yes. desert planet. Yeah, on some that, <laughs> is, that is all yeah. Star Wars like, is. Yeah, and yeah. Jar Jar's kind of like that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean. He never got drunk, but he acted drunk the entire time. Yeah, I think he's perpetually yeah. drunk. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's, like, he's drunk. like the friend with no filter. Like, you just get a little bit of booze in him, and he just won't shut up about inappropriate oh, yeah. jokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 so, like, I mean, the lack of, like, acting direction is probably the worst thing about the prequels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very, very true. Yeah. Um, awesome. So, robotic. Oh, actually, we can go over our favorite organics again. Nice. Uh that that was a year ago. I don't well, remember. What was what our my, favorite organic? I don't remember what my favorite organic was. <laughs> Free range oh, bananas. Wait, wait, <laughs> <if> I, <laughs> actually, if, if I remember right, I could be wrong here. I, one of our listeners is probably going to remember. Be like, this was not your favorite. But uh, okay, so in episode five, uh, it was. It's kind of after I believe the the Hoth section. The, mm -hmm. the uh, Vader is talking to a line of. Uh, bounty hunters and, and, and there's a bunch of bounty hunters up on the on the railing inside of one of the uh, Star Destroyers and there is a lizard guy in there. I can't remember his I think, name. I it's think like, you're right. It's like Grok or something like that is his name and all he does is growl once <laughs> in all of Star Wars and that guy is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you know in like the um, the scene in episode 6 with all the stormtroopers? Stormtrooper number 38 it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> I actually don't remember what I said last year, so that's going to be my answer this year. Stormtrooper number 38. Wow, you guys have great organics picks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would like you take real value in the character storyline. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about Stevens is the only name, that's probably from the retconned EU. You know, I think, in fact, I shared this with you just the other day, Parker. I have the uh, the Star Wars role-playing game handbook. Oh, yeah, from 2002? <laughs> yeah, and I think yeah. they have a picture of that guy in the caption. Uh, oh, yeah, has yeah, his yeah. name in it. That's his and name. so that's okay. how I know it. Because, oh, yeah. like, God. when I was back yeah. in Boy Scouts in high school, like, we were the nerds that played Star Wars role-playing games. Role -playing yeah, yeah. Star Wars D&D and Boy Scouts. It's D&D and Star Wars. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. So, yeah, instead of swords, it's laser guns. Yep. Or Instead of uh, magic, it's force. Yep. <laughs> yep. It yeah. lends itself very nicely. That yeah. is fantastic. Yes. We are nerds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, robot? You yeah, had it. Favorite robot. robots. Favorite robot? Yeah. I think I said last year was the um, it's the trash can robot that's basically a trash can with two corrugated legs <laughs> yeah. and arms. And it just goes bop, bop, Yeah, it just walk, <laughs> it kind of waddles around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I, actually, I think those are actually called gonk droids. Gonk droids. Yeah. Whoa, did not um, know that. But with Rogue One coming out, that the the new guy, it's not BB-8, it's the other I, guy. It has a twelve or something like that. Yeah, in and yeah. he's like eight feet tall. Yeah, and he's yeah. real lanky arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that guy though. <laughs> 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 not him. Not not him. Um, actually, I can't even think of any other robotics that are in Rogue One. Yeah, I think. Can y'all think him? of any? Mm -mm. Mm. Robots. Okay, I remember this because it's fan service. Uh, there is um, 
Okay, so back again on Hoth, the uh, the 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 probe that that lands down looks like a meteorite, and, okay. and Han and Chewie blow it up. There's one of those in Rogue One, and it's fan service. Oh. It's in the background and it passes yeah, by yeah. just so people can be like, oh, I remember that. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, oh, no, I remember yeah, that. one of those. Okay. So those things <laughs> yeah. are cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought you were gonna say some other kind of fan service. I'm like, I don't remember anything like that. There's there's a lot of fan service in Rogue One. A lot of it. Yeah. yeah. And it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'alls? Nice. Uh, I'm going to say R2-D2. He's just literally been through everything. Thick and thin. All of Star Wars. He slept through Rogue One, though. <laughs> yeah. Slacker. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, R2. Yeah. I know. What a crap out. Yeah. Uh, my favorite robot? The robotic bounty hunter. IG-88? Yeah, IG-88. He, he is pretty cool. He is awesome. And we talked about him last year, yeah. about how he was ridiculously difficult on, what, what is it, uh, the, the Nintendo 64, it's uh, Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire, yeah. Yeah, he was he was ridiculous on that. Uh, I'll go with him. That's easy. That's a good one. Okay, yeah. cool. What episode was IG-88? Episode five. Okay. And he was nice. in the Bounty Hunter lineup. Nice. Right. And he has like a, what's the guy's name in Shadows of the Empire? So it's a Decker? Dash Rendar? Da- no, no. Mm-hmm. That is a di- that is sh- rising force. I don't remember the game. Yeah, uh, so I don't D though, uh, the Shadows Empire guy. But he like in the EU, he like fights IG eighty eight. So nice, nice. Yeah. You guys really took to this like uh, bounty hunter lineup. Lots of folks from there. There's there's a lot of really good like meaty stuff that's like <laughs> way behind the scenes, and it's yeah. one scene in one of the movies. Yeah, and a bunch of awesome. Well, the thing is, awesome. is, the old EU like. Like, they basically were trying to figure out what to write about. And yeah. they're like, oh, we have, like, eight bounty hunters here. So let's, like, do huge backstories for each of them and make, like, eight novels for each of them. <laughs> so. And that's how Disney got 27 more movies. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. IG-88 movie, maybe. Ooh. Ooh. What, what would it be? So it starts <laughs> out slaughtering people. So it starts out with a planet, right? Yeah. A, a desert then, planet. A desert, a desert planet <laughs> that's getting mined with the materials to build IG-88 and it's like his entire life cycle as it goes up so like Ooh. like him being built in a robot factory and then I don't know is how he backstory? gets into the world of bounty and yeah because they like don't have childhood tragedy as a robot and, yeah because they yeah. don't have like they don't have like they have the the what's the thing on the robots that prevents him from like becoming sentient in Star Wars oh the uh, that little thing that they uh, they weld the C-3PO's chest yeah uh, an inhibitor or something. Inhibitor. I can't remember what it's yeah. called. Yeah. So you, it's like, how did that fail, and how did he turn to the to be a bounty hunter? Because he's pretty much of a, he's an asshole in Shadows of the Empire. So yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? Fingers the crossed. EU knows, but it's all retcon now. So yeah, yeah. They got rid of the EU. Yeah. The restart. Restart. Well, that's just a cash in, so they can just rewrite everything. <laughs> 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 the new Thrawn books came out like earlier this year. So, oh really? Wow. Yeah. So they, that was actually talking. There's two Thrawn books now. <laughs> I think okay. it was like three or four in the old EU. Mm, yeah, I something think so. like that. I, actually, if it's the old EU, there's probably like eighty. Yeah, yeah, them. probably. But 80. there's probably like two or three that somebody who's a little bit beyond the movies would know about. Yeah. Yeah. And they basically took out like all the stuff Disney didn't want, and then added new stuff in, and it's pretty good. Nice. So. Well, the, the EU started to get really weird. And Have dumb. you guys read everything? No, not oh, every. No. I'll put it this way: is oh, for every no. every good book in the EU of the old EU, mm-hmm. there was like ten horrendous things that always they always conflict. Because basically, the thing was is like the uh, Lucas film or Lucas Arts would like 
give the writers almost free will to write whatever they mm. wanted a lot of times. Wow. And so and they would step on each other's feet and the stories never lined up. Oh, yeah. so it's not just even one writer. Correct. Oh, yeah. no, it was a lot of writers and you could Yikes. write about the main characters. Yeah. Uh, so there there's a lot of like weird Luke and Leia stuff. Like oh, really man. weird Luke and Leia <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Luke, Luke goes to the dark side in one book, but it's in a cave somewhere, and he like kind of like wrestles with the dark side, and then like leaves the cave, and he's like, "I'm not dark side anymore." Oh, I'm good. Like yeah. that's, there's that's a book all, like all about that, and it's it was it's really weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the new comics that are coming out are pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm. So nice. The new um, Disney comics for Star Wars. They're actually so kind of Disney dark. even owns like comic rights. And oh, they own everything. everything. Jeez. Yeah. That's why they had to pay all what billions of dollars. Yeah. Well so. worth it, I'd say. Oh, they're, they're going to get their money back. Oh, yeah. for, uh, for sure. I mean, you yeah. see, like, three-year-olds nowadays who are obsessed with Star Wars, and it's going to be like this for the next, like, 20 years oh, yeah. easily. Yeah. Cool. So we got through the introduction part of everyone here. It only took... I can't read that number on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> A long time. A long time. Anyway, so we're... Uh, so last time we talked about a lot of the tech and... Um, story and f- things in episode one, two, three, four, five, six, and, and seven. Seven. And so this year we're going to talk about Rogue One since it's new, at least in terms of the podcast. It was almost new last time. <laughs> it was we almost had this new. Podcast. Yes. Wasn't it coming out the same time this year? It was like last the year? day after. We the day after. Nice. Yeah. Good yeah. timing, y'all. Got lucky. Cause, yeah, because we talked about a lot of anticipations. You yeah. know, I didn't go back and listen to the episode. I, w- I totally should have to see if any of our anticipations were actually correct. Oh, correct. <laughs> that would have been good. That's actually, I should have done that. Yeah. It's add a section for like, was any of our Well, in 365 true? days, we could probably do it again. Yeah, probably do it again. Yeah. Round two. Um, so, we're going to talk about tech that was in Rogue One or showcased in Rogue One. There's a lot of stuff that's like the same, like anti-gravity and like, Moisture farming. Moisture farming <laughs> and ships flying. and So that's stuff we've already talked about and kind of boring now. Um, so we're going to talk about data storage. Ooh. Which is... <laughs> this, this is Very getting, appealing. This is, this is the fringe right here. Yeah. So this is interesting because, well, Rogue One is all about data. Yep. It's about yep. the Death Star plans and getting it. Sorry, spoiler warnings for those that are still living under rocks you've had a year <laughs> but you listening year to you, the star yeah. wars podcast yes, you right. exactly, might yeah. want to get your stuff in gear yeah um so in rogue one there's three different storage devices that we see okay we see the normal like thumb drive kind of thing where they like pass off to you know officers and stuff and and it actually has like circuit board traces on it on it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and usually these devices they plug it into a machine and it does something like a hologram or a message or something um, so that is kind of an interesting format. We can, we'll talk about it a little bit more in a little bit. Um, then there's the data tape, which is the what the Empire uses to store stuff. And it's what the Death Star plans are on when they get it out of the server in Scarif. I think that's how you pronounce that. Um, and then the other one is the format that the, the Rebels use on the uh, ship to transfer the files onto so they can get it away from Darth Vader. Oh, the big, like... Uh, zip disk or whatnot. Yeah, it's like a flat, <laughs> clear, gold zip disk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about all those. So the flash drive. So cause this is something that we've seen in like all the movies. Yeah. Like C-3PO's got one um, that he carries around sometimes. I actually, I think they also 
doubles as a communicator too. We like talks into it, yeah, which he's is a little it, microphone, which is really weird because like he's a robot and he should have a transmitter <laughs> yeah, built just into be able him. To do it. Yeah, just be able to transmit. Well, Anakin didn't think about that. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't make sense for he, a film. He was able to build an entire robot, but forgot the the wireless transmitter. <laughs> yeah, forgot the wireless transmitter. Um, it's probably for the effect of the movie because mm-hmm. it would be kind of weird if C-3PO just stopped moving and just like transmitted his thoughts out <laughs> and, then, and then someone just responded with like no relay yeah no relay just or anything. has to stop for a moment yeah. so oh, it's sorry, got guys. some it's it's probably more theatricals of why C-3PO has a microphone yeah. that's exactly or a communicator yeah. that's also why uh, <laughs> why he shakes his head so vigorously when he talks because he doesn't actually have lips uh, so oh we, yeah so that so like you, shows you, you, you has to, yeah it shows that he is Whoa. talking yeah because yeah. his mouth lights up doesn't it nope no yeah, you're right you're right move. he doesn't no. have lights yeah. he that's, just that's, he just jiggles when he, he just talks. jiggles uh and that's purely just to <laughs> let convey. us know that he's talking yeah convey ah, it. yeah cool i didn't know that uh-huh mm. i actually thought his is like mouth lit up or something no he's not that eccentric he's just, <laughs> that's just that's the movie side of it just yeah. basic mm-hmm. acknowledgement of yes. communication yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like uh r2d2 who Lights up like a Christmas tree and wiggles. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's why. Actually, jitters. Yep. R2D2 would jiggle, too. That's actually yeah. why most of the robots jiggle. Yeah. Hmm. So. And actually, so um, in in Phantom Menace, when you see C3PO without all of his gold armor or whatever mm-hmm. that is. Uh, you mean naked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got something in his head that actually spins around. Yeah. It's yeah, continuously yeah. spinning around. Like a gyroscope to help him keep his balance? I or? don't know. Hmm. Like it's Let's just say. it's just kind of goofy. It, yeah, like. it's where his brain should be and it just spins. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's like some kind of like maybe that's his wireless transmitter and it just has to like spin <laughs> around and transmit in all directions. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Oh, that's how he keeps balance. So, because he's so wiggly. Yeah. I'm Turns off once in a while so he can talk and <laughs> jiggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe that's just spins when he talks, and that's why he's all jittery. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, back to flash drives. Flash drives. Yeah. 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 So, but usually we see them because we don't see a lot of like Star Wars everyday life. This is not like slice of life Star Wars. <laughs> Except for. Excuse me. Oh, except for the, the Christmas the special. Christmas special <laughs> the Christmas is special. very much just like it's slice of life. Have you yeah. seen that, Taylor? No. Oh, please go watch it. It is. <laughs> is it, wait, is it y'all's Christmas special no, or no, the Star no, Wars? No, the Star Wars Christmas There's special, Wars. which came out in '78. Yeah. Oh my god. It was right after the first one. Uh, George Lucas has said that he, if he could get every copy in the world that exists of that, which there was never actually a copy, so it's all just like home recorded tapes. Yeah. Uh, he would burn all of them. Uh, and because it is, it is, it is horrendous. Absolutely horrible. But it's just like, it just shows Chewbacca's like home life. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it's just a bunch of Wookiees like yelling at each other. Yeah. No, seriously. And it's, it's, does like, it have like closed captions no. or so anything? No, so for 30 it's minutes, it's just Chewbacca. It's just Wookiees talking yeah. with no subtitles and nothing. <laughs> well, and and it shows it shows Chewbacca's either it's his nephew or his son. I don't I can't remember a little a little Wookie, and he puts together an electronic project. Sorry, Ewok. Uh, it's a no, that's no, that's Wookie. a that's a joke punching oh, oh. at Star Wars people. Yeah, but no, it shows this little Wookie doing an electronic project like connecting wires to things. And it shows for like minutes on end, like him just doing this like really bad electronics project. Yeah. And then his grandfather or whatnot, the old Wookiee, watches like cyber porn. Like, <laughs> swear to God. Yeah. Like he, he like logs into like VR porn. Oh my it's, God. It's so weird. It's so 78 so weird. was a weird time yeah. for y'all. 
Go watch it. It's it's very weird. It's like thirty I'm minutes. Yeah, definitely going. So okay, to yeah, do that. that's the home life of Star Wars. Yeah, so that's yeah. the only. So we don't see. I don't think we see flash drives in that. But we see VR porn. <laughs> <laughs> that's the tech we should have yeah, focused on today. Oh, so next year we'll do the tech of the actual Christmas special mm. on the MacFab Christmas special. <laughs> And we'll have five minutes of us building some really bad electronics. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like every podcast. Yeah, it's like every podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, you in the movies though with the they when they use the flash drive, I mean it's like any prop. It's yeah. like they want to use it, and so they basically plug it into a machine, and like a hologram pops up. Yeah. So it's like it seems like it's very single use. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You could probably record over it. I assume like probably. you could with a normal VHS tape. Like it's, it's like, what you see Leia transmitted on for the first time yeah. in Episode Four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. When they, when they go to Old Ben's little, and his name hut. actually is Old Ben. His his, yeah. his sand igloo. <laughs> sand igloo. <laughs> sand igloo. But I imagine there's got to be a way for you to record over it. Otherwise, yeah. like, what's the point of sending a super urgent message? Like, please, we need your help, bud. You know, it's gonna take some time. You gotta get this other USB. Get back to me, and then like maybe we can figure things out well okay so i think josh mentioned this last year uh and i I think it's it's totally true everything in star wars would be solved if email existed (laughs) so we're going to get to that okay Okay. uh later let's put it down the line yeah 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 yeah. um so yeah they got flash drives and they seem to work kind of like flash drives you do in our world maybe we don't see too much of them (laughs) um so the data tapes are they look it looks like a hard drive or like a magnetic tape kind of setup because it's got like two reels on it they just brought back eight track tapes and <laughs> yeah actually everything it looks that. like a it's about the same size as a betamax tape too yeah. it's like chunky and it's you know i don't know if, you have to like hold it in a casing and yeah it's yeah. got a handle on it um and it apparently holds like the entire death store plans so it's got to be you know, a lot of data. It'd be, it'd be so great if there was like a uh, uh, like a JPEG image that like Vader drew with like a napkin drawing. He's like, I want it to be like this. It's like a it's like a circle, yeah. and like an arrow pointing. It's like big laser big here, laser here. <laughs> no so, weaknesses, no weaknesses. <laughs> like asterisk, no weaknesses, <laughs> no exhaust ports. Yeah, no, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so the um, the thing about it is like apparently like. I did some more reading on these data tapes. Yeah. Uh, and, like, what's, like, in the EU, the new EU now. Um, and apparently, like, anything that went on with the Death Star, like, holograms, recordings, like, meeting mi- minutes, all that stuff is actually stored on that tape, too. So, it's, like, the entirety Everything of the project do. is on that disc. Wow. Or tape. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, it's kind of... Explains I, I, a lot about the size and the fact that yeah. they have to go to another planet just to transmit it. Yes. Um, but it also sounds like eggs in one basket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, Scarif was, I think, set up as a – it was set up as, like, a, a backup site. So it's like it's like GitHub, you know. <laughs> oh, that's the, the repo. Yeah, the it's, your repo. Repo. it's your repo for everything in there. So if they get if it got nuked like it did at the end of Rogue One, spoilers, um, <laughs> you still have all the local copies and probably another backup site. And so the rebels just did a pull request. Yeah, pull request basically, uh, but like a very a, manual pull request. A, well, a hostile pull request. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I love it. This is yeah. nerdy. Um, so those are the data tapes. Um, the interesting thing about it is. What comes after that is when after they beam it up into the ship and the ship captures it and they put it on a different format, mm-hmm. which is like 
it looks like, as Steven said earlier, it looks like a zip disc, but it's clear, and the disc is gold. And, and it's a lot smaller and compact. Yeah. And so it looks like it's probably a newer format because tech gets smaller. Um, so I'm going to bet, since the Empire is basically the remnants of the, you know, the Galactic Republic, which was this huge old government uh, entity. So they probably just carried over all that tech. Um, they probably wouldn't wipe everything, right? Yeah. It, and start they over. It would cost too much, yeah. you know. <laughs> And so it's like NASA like still uses uh, magnetic tape for their long-term storage. They will store everything eventually on magnetic tape and store it in a you know refrigerated room to keep it preserved. Mm-hmm. And so they probably do. That's probably the similar thing here. Is they're using this format's been around for a long time and we're going to keep using it because it's inexpensive. Hey, they got lucky though because it was formatted correctly. Yeah, formatted correctly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like oh shit, they use Macintosh. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to work. <laughs> Yeah, or it's not it's not fat thirty two, it's like fat thirty two thousand or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's an interesting point that you bring up too with that they transmit it and goes to a new type of like disc. In, disc, yeah. 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 And um that means that they probably just extracted the Death Star plans and left out all those old meeting notes, like who knows? All of these other things that could have been really important for the yeah. alliance. Well it's also all it's the like boring stuff. Well it's all like the boring stuff. Well it's also like I don't remember from that movie if um how do they because when she sees the hologram of her father and her father says there's a i built a vulnerability in into the the plans but he doesn't say what it is and so when they get the plans is there anything to say what the vulnerability was how they could have found it yeah Hmm. because you got this ginormous set of plans and you got to find the one weakness it has Hmm. I wonder. I thought. I think they. Did, I think I they did. did give her. I some think they kind did. Hint. Yeah, I think she. I think he did. I. My yeah, because you'd, you'd have to have direction. like armies of people just sifting through that data. To, yeah. to find. <laughs> and it. they had what, yeah. like three people and a blind guy, so yeah. that probably <laughs> didn't work out. That, <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so and the newer format that the the alliance used or alliance rebels whatever you want to call them um they probably just use whatever they could get their hands on which is probably newer stuff yeah you know it's it's probably really hard to go to your local walmart and buy a betamax tape <laughs> but you can get a flash drive yeah Ooh, good point so hmm. all right yeah so hmm. that's that's data storage and at least what we know of it in, in star wars it seems yeah. to be a very manual process very manual <laughs> process yeah because like when they extract that data tape from the from the server i guess the hall of hard drives yeah the hall of hard drives or call them a hard drives yeah um it's not like i want this and they type it in right first they have to find the where what tape it's on so they have to like go through and like sift through all the like in the basically it's like a like a library index mm-hmm. mm. they have so like in episodes one through three it, i might be wrong but I thought I read that they have, like, a trans-intergalactic data storage system. They do, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so, and what I read was that that was more similar to what they were transmitting all that data to mm-hmm. rather than the actual magnetic data tapes. Mm. So, I mean, maybe we're seeing those data tapes as, like, the new and improved version ver- version, because <laughs> it has, like, more security, it lasts longer, and what the Rebel Alliance is using is actually kind of an outdated system maybe. from the Old Republic. 
Hmm. Possibly. Possibly. So they went backwards from wireless transmission back to yeah. physical storage. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the but like like they index and mm-hmm. find out oh it's on blah 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 and when they punch it in like a light turns on on where the hard drive is at and then they have to manually drive the robotic arm over to pluck it out. Find it. So it's and of course game. and of course that breaks and they have to climb it and makes it all dramatic and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, why would you? Build something like that. You have robots. But you realize what you're describing right there is you're literally describing the intent of the entire movie. Like, how do you make going and finding a flash drive interesting? <laughs> That's true. Like, that is the entirety That's of true. Rogue One. That's true. Like, find the hard drive. Yeah. yeah. And 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 we, you touched on it earlier is there's not a lot of wireless communications. Like, even, like, ship-to-ship communication sounds mm-hmm. like it's analog. Yeah, mm. well, they do it. They do it in almost every movie. Those little hologram transmissions, those blue light transmissions. Yeah. Yeah. Even whenever Star Wars is, you know, set, uh, I guess a long, long time ago. But it uh, those look like crap, and there's like static, and they built in like crappy transmissions. Yeah, and so I actually was thinking, and especially like when they transmit the Death Star plans out on that, they need that ginormous disc, a uh, dish, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's like. You know, you can probably just transfer that thing over Wi-Fi eventually. Um, so I was actually thinking is maybe in Star Wars, it's all the transmissions are analog. And they don't have digital communication over RF. Mm. Hmm. It's possible. Well, okay, so, so you know, the, the thing that's kind of interesting about it is maybe, maybe their world is in a way exactly opposite of ours. Like we have um, really... We have lots of, of space available, but our data transfer rates are not incredible. Like, to transfer all the plans of the Death Star, if we had to do that over one pipeline, that would take a long time for us. I'm just assuming that they're yep. huge. But for them, it's almost instantaneous, but their storage capability seems to be crap. Yeah. Mm. Or it seems to be like you must do it some really archaic way. So maybe their technology evolved towards fast communication but bad storage. Yeah. Mm. Because they can transmit like a hologram si- signal or radio si- Well, have we ever seen radio signals over light speed? We've seen holograms. I don't radio, think radio. travels at light speed. No, I talk well, hyperspeed. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> like cuz there'll be times where like the empire or the emperor like holograms in and he's like on the other side of the galaxy and it's like you know it's like a normal conversation there's yeah. no lag and he's like a full body hologram as yeah. well but they well okay so they never show those transmissions happening during a hyperspace travel well yeah but it, that that signal had to travel hyperspeed to get there well, it had to travel instantaneous yeah, and to and to be working like a live chat yeah. type of system. So it's it's That's breaking true. the speed of sound, oh, speed of light, speed of sound, like, <laughs> whatever, speed of light, and yeah. So it's like so they somehow figured out how to transmit holograms, but not like just voice. Maybe, hmm. I don't know, but it still has static in it. Yeah, and they can't transmit data that way either. <laughs> it seems like the best way to transmit data is to like. Get it on a flash drive and then hop in your your Millennium Falcon and then, you know, hyperdrive somewhere. Yeah, (laughs) It's so funny because it seems like they have solved all of the things that we can't, but they're bad at all the things we're good at. Yes. Yeah. That's basically the tech of Star Wars. (laughs) There's no Dropbox. Yeah, there you go. Nope, nothing. No Google Drive. Yep. All right, so we talked about Star Wars servers. Um, 
and data how they you know store data. So we'll get into that transmission of data now. Okay. Um. So I started to look into like how much data like the the star plans would take. Um, so last year we did this similar thing of like how much materials in a Death Star, mm-hmm. and we compared it to like a uh, aircraft carrier, and so like because they probably are they built the war machines and they probably have the same density of metal and stuff. I could not find the CAD 3D drawings of an aircraft carrier though. Ooh. Well, that's probably a good reason why you <laughs> can't get that. <laughs> so I couldn't use that example. So I just went online and started looking for like buildings that had industrial stuff built into them like a machine shop and basically looked at like made sure like the machines had like all the mechanics working and stuff and figured out how big of a file that would be and so a it was about 100 to 300 megabytes were these 3d files for like a decent sized building yeah um and it was like a uh i can't remember the size but i I wrote down the uh, the uh the volume 900 meters cubed was what I came up with for about 300 megabytes. Okay. Um, and I was looking at solid work stuff. So that actually has stuff that can, you know, if you're designing something like the Death Star, you probably have designs for every little thing and how it goes together mm-hmm. and how everything moves. So, well, and, and if, and the Death Star is really, really like, very very planned out yeah there's nothing mm-hmm. janky in, no. in there like everything fits together surgically so yeah, it's s- not like they have one door that doesn't open <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. or like one of the floor doesn't have like a bunch of trash or like or, no, or like yeah, raw they got a jerry rig a trash chute yeah. once in a while the door opens up and there's no walkway that did happen in episode four but it was a laser walkway so laser laser walkway <laughs> That's actually one thing we've never talked about. That would be something about a future podcast. Laser walkway? Yeah, like how much energy would you have to like beam across so you could walk across it? Could it be mm. a solar laser walkway? Solar laser walkway? So it powers <laughs> so it powers itself. Solar itself. Oh man. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, okay, so a hundred to three hundred megabytes for a standard build. Yeah. And so I took the size that we used last time, which was a hundred and sixty kilometer diameter Death Star. Okay. And so that is 1.72 times 10 to the 16th meters cubed of volume. Just stuff. Just stuff. And then, so 900 meters cubes goes into that. Oh, what is that? Um, hundreds, thousands, millions, billions, trillions. 19 trillion times it goes into it. And so that works out to be uh, 5.7 million petabytes. Yeah, Can which you put is petabytes into perspective for me. Uh, petabyte comes after gigabyte. Okay. That comes after a lot. Oh of no, things. it comes after terabyte. Terabytes. Wow. Uh, so I think what is it? The every every book ever written, if you were to convert that to like text files, would be a petabyte, I believe. No. Wow. I, it's way smaller than that. No, I thought it, I thought that was that's what it was. I can't remember what exactly. Anyways, it's huge. It's, this is it's this is more information than like is on the planet right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Um, So, yeah. It w- then, so if you had to transfer that. Oh, I actually didn't write that down. Oh, well. <laughs> well, then that. So, that, that was. So, when you just, I think it w- what it was is that number alone is like if you try to transfer that yeah. over 54 megabyte Wi-Fi. Couldn't even. It would take longer than a human life. Yeah. It would take longer than probably the eternity of. The universe. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, <laughs> right, l- l- let me let me make a fool of myself right here. Uh, a, a, what five 
what five million seven hundred thirty three million or thousand sorry three hundred and thirty three uh on a on a what a, an eight n one uh transmission yeah. okay uh and you get what what is it uh at what baud rate not ninety six let's say an Arduino is passing this so uh, eleven five two oh oh no 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 the 96 standard the ninety six hundred oh yeah. boy well you just you just multiply that out right yeah. So yeah, fifty-five billion seconds to pass that many bytes, or not bytes. I apologize. Can you multiply that by eight? Ah, all right. So what is that? Uh, thousands, million, four hundred and forty billion seconds. I don't. However long that is. So keep dividing by sixty. Yeah, divide by <laughs> sixty. All right. So that's minutes. That's hours. Uh, and then. Five million days uh, to wow. transmit okay, that so on, a, on, a, on, a, on an Arduino ser- serial terminal. Yeah. <laughs> so not as long as I thought, but still a long, long time. Yeah, it's a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is, so this is probably why you would manually transfer stuff and why you would have to have a ginormous dish to transmit stuff. It all makes sense now. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's just the 3D plans of the Death Star. That does include all the meaning minutes and... Holograms and all this other stuff that's probably included. The Jeez. the errata data sheets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many how many errata er, errata data sheets do you think there are? That's right. Like how many revisions do you think they got through? You know, I I downloaded uh, I downloaded the SR plans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. No, I downloaded a new driver for my Nvidia graphics card just the other day, and up at the top it said the revision was three hundred and sixty point five eight, uh, and to think that they're on a decimal system with their revisions <laughs> and they had already reached 360 and this is for a graphics card and a computer the number of revisions for uh, a death star they you know if you're doing like a, a letter revision system it's probably like 50 characters long and they're already <laughs> on like zzb5 you know like all yeah, the way yeah, down yeah. the line <laughs> so crazy so yeah that's probably why they use giant dishes. Yeah. Kind of puts the whole mission into perspective yeah. of yeah. like why it had to happen. Yeah, the they, way couldn't ha- they couldn't hack into it. Yeah. An interesting thing, you don't see any hacking happen at all yeah, exactly. at any point in so any Star Wars. I had a theory about that. Ooh. Well, I mean, R2 goes around, you know, plugging his thing into computers and Is hacking, manual. right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's a little bit that's that's physical that's like access. Stealing storage, I feel. Yeah, well, it's physical access, and it's like if you give hacker physical access to a server, there's he can do anything. Actually, that's mm-hmm. true. So if 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 a uh, if a bad guy walks up and actually physically <laughs> uses your computer yeah. to get stuff off of it, that's not hacking. That's just that's just stealing. It. That's yeah. poor security for the building. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I was thinking about that, and there's another sci-fi series that addresses this concern, and it's Battlestar Galactica. And all their systems are not connected, and they use physical data, to physical things to transfer data around because the Cylons would hack them. Right. So maybe they early... They use a lot of paper. Yeah, they, yeah, a lot of paper, too. So maybe long, 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 long time ago, this was a problem, and that's why they're more, like, physical transferring Manual up stuff process. yeah maybe it's the same universe maybe and it's just we'll star wars fandoms. long after maybe long after <laughs> yeah and it's still just tradition to do things traditions that way, that way? Yeah. yeah yeah but that at the end of about ba- oh, this is a different series at the end of Battlestar galactica they're like the proto-humans 
Y'all ever watched a new series? Uh, you no. know, I watched I watched until it got weird. Oh, the, same. And it I got, got to that weird. same point. It got oh, when very it got to the weird. politics stuff. When okay, yeah, when, when exactly, so, that uh, is season exactly eight when or something. It was like there was a president whenever he kind of takes over and yeah. then starts like the, the politics the stuff. Pl- yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, you know what, what happened? Did you guys do? So it what was happened? Good. They yeah. ran out of budget. And so they had to save up a couple of seasons of budget, <laughs> and so they can finish the. Because I mean, didn't weren't they on like an actual network and then moved to Sci-Fi, and that's like uh, is that a death note? Are they always on Sci-Fi? Yeah, they were always on Sci-Fi. Okay, but usually Sci-Fi like they only have enough budget to run a couple of seasons, and then they just kill it. Yeah. Um, and they kept it going, and they ran out of budget, and so they just saved up for a while, and then they finished the season, uh, finished nice. the series. So, nice. so yeah, that's why you get like two seasons of like just skip it. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. I couldn't couldn't handle that one. But yeah, the um, watch the ending. It's pretty good though. Yeah. So, but the, the, basically, what happens is they are you gonna watch it? Nope. <laughs> nope. So they basically <laughs> they find Earth, and then they land on Earth, and it's like you know all nature Whoa. and stuff. And so they basically become they send they send <laughs> the Bowser Galactica into the sun, and they become the proto humans. Oh. So they, yeah. And those are the people who end up. Beans. Becoming Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> they go colonize Mars, which becomes Tatooine and blah, blah, blah. And Just make, goes, on from, sense. Sense. It goes yeah. on from there. It all blends yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, Star Trek is in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, maybe Star Trek's way after. It's like after humans, right? Star Trek takes place like towards the end of human race when we discover all of these When, when, when other we're fully races. enlightened. When yeah, we can handle, yeah. you know. Equality. Everything is a liberal utopia. <laughs> yeah. I still want a I still want a machine that gives like makes anything. A three D printer. Well, <laughs> it makes fancy pieces of plastic right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, eventually. and occasional organs. Yeah, you know. Okay, so uh, <laughs> let's get back on topic. Well, real quick, Star Trek. <laughs> one thing I gotta uh, I love about Star Trek is they talk about the Prime Directive all the time, and the first thing that goes out the window is the prime directive <laughs> every, every time. single time. I love that. I think that's hilarious. Okay, back to Star Wars. Yeah, back to Star Wars, which don't have prime directives. They do not, no. No. They have uh, executive orders, like 6-6. Six, six. <laughs> <laughs> that's when they kill the Jedi in Episode 3. Mm. Oh, that was a, an executive order? Yeah. Makes the sense. Palpatine's like, execute order 66. <laughs> and they're like, yes, sir. And they just start shooting all the Jedi. Oh, damn. <laughs> So hard. I was like 11 watching that. I love doing the, imp- the emperor's voice. Yes, master. <laughs> Actually, no, he is the master. So, huh? I will name you Darth Vader. <laughs> you know what's really weird about it? It's like that comes completely out of like if you never watched four, five, and six before. Yeah, you have no idea. You have no idea why he's called Darth Vader. He it's just got. It's like they had to call Anakin at that point Darth Vader because of four, five, and six. What? Okay. Have you ever actually Ooh. watched all the films in like one through six? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Does a storyline like add up? Yeah, it works. Okay. That's just one of the weird things. It's like why they call him Darth Vader. It's like there's no nothing, no yeah. reason. Because if you look at again the old EU and the new EU, like all like the Darths, like there's a reason kind of behind their name. Yeah. And Vader's just kind of like, eh, okay. We're just that. That was just why he, it just got written that way, so they had to use it. <laughs> because you have you have names like Palpatine and Snoke, yeah. and then you have like Darth Maul, Darth Plavis. Is that how you yeah. say it? Yeah, Plavis. Yeah. Who's the? Uh, I think Palpatine's master. Yes. And then Palpatine killed him. Yeah. Recall. 
something like that. There's some theories that he's going to pop back up, but we'll see. We'll oh see. yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, I guess we got to talk about the new one eventually. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> okay, so we talked enough about data. So yeah, I'm thinking they hacking was probably a big thing, and then they stopped using wireless transmissions, and yeah, something like that. Probably something like that. Okay, so next thing we're going to talk about is about Rogue One is um, how accurate the Death Star is, because like the first thing it shoots is the you, Jedi city of Jeddah. Is that how you pronounce uh, it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just the city, too. Yeah, and they use a one reactor blast, is how they say it, and it just decimates the, pl- the the city. doesn't blow up the plant, though. And so then they, at the end of the movie, they use a one reactor blast to blow up the, um, I think they call it the Scarf Citadel, is mm-hmm. how they call it in the movie. The big radar dish. Yeah, big radar <laughs> dish. Um, but they shoot it, like, they shoot the radar dish. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the explosion yeah. goes outwards from there. No, it shoots. It goes beyond. So if you, I have figures. <laughs> so if you turn to figure three, it is true. And, and these figures will be provided figures. if you yeah, want to go to. Yeah. So on figure three, the website um, it shows shows the point of where the Death Star shoots the dish, and so it goes past it into the ocean. Mm. Um, so that's how that happens. Right, but the, but the point was to hit the dish, not to hit beyond the dish correct like, uh, yeah I mean, that's they, just an artifact of yeah. <laughs> yeah basically yeah i mean but but what why didn't they just shoot at the base of the dish because i mean yeah it would have done the same thing done the yeah. i think that was because of um <coughs> theatrical effect again because yeah. it was like that the creator of the death star got destroyed by his creation kind of thing mm. you know um you know monster frankenstein kind of thing mm-hmm. sure yeah so anyway, so I wanted to figure out is like how accurate that laser would have to be to like hit if they if if, if Tarkins was like hit that dish and they're like yes sir and <laughs> can they actually hit it like how accurate would they have to be? And so the first thing I had to figure out was like how high was the Death Star above Scarif? Mm-hmm. And so there's two points where we see the Death Star and Scarif in like the same plane of view. One is like the Death Star is like on the horizon and pretty ominous shot. Um, the problem is there's like no scale to that mm-hmm. shot. I didn't I didn't print it out. I can put it on the blog though. Um, so you just see a horizon and then like the Death Star like looks like a half sun kind of thing. There's not really any scaling, so you can't really figure out how high it is yeah. in the sky. Um, and the other shot is Tarkin's looking down over Scarif. And the good thing is, people have figured out how tall Tarkins is because he was a real actor once. <laughs> once, because he died. <laughs> um, he's six foot one. And so I basically figured out, um, I measured how wide the window was, right? Using his height. Using his as height a scale. as a scale. Mm-hmm. So it was like 8.2 meters. It's I a converted huge anything, window. Yeah, it's huge window. I converted anything in the metric because it made the math easier in the end. Nice. Um, That's usually how these things work. Yeah, usually, <laughs> well, because you just keep meters. I don't have to convert to miles, and then like we don't have anything furlongs and fathoms. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I went to meters, um, and so basically I came up with the ratio of so if you the first diagram I wrote up is yep. a circle, and that's so that circle is Scarif, and then I drew up at the top of what the window could see, which is so that 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 line that says 8x 8x that mm-hmm. would be the width of the window okay. and then x up is how high scarif is in it 
So, ah, okay. so I drew a straight line across. You're basically trying to find the radius. Well, the scaling. Yeah, I'm trying to find the scaling of what Scarif looks like in here yeah. versus what Scarif actually would be in that slice. Mm -hmm. and, and I that, like how you used X so we could find yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so in that, it's not a true height. It's it's close, though. And actually, the math, when I, it comes out, is like, oh, that's actually reasonable. So I went with it. Um, and, and so I, I just have to mention this because I, I think this is I – remember, I remember that scene where you see – the planet and the Death Star. Yeah. Because at first when I saw this picture, I was like, oh, well, that's just some zoomed in image of the planet. But no, it's not. Because if you actually see that that scene where you see both the planet and the mm -hmm. Death Star, they're close enough that that's just like looking out the window at the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is Parker's math here is is pretty accurate. It, it's going to be pretty. It's actually pretty interesting with the numbers work out, too. Yeah. So I did all the, the trig. It's all, all, only just trig math. Um, worked it out. And. It's about a hundred and I converted back into Imperial. Mm -hmm. So, because one, it's the Empire, and two, <laughs> you know, most of our listeners are American, so they know miles better than meat kilometers. That's 170 <laughs> miles up, is what they are at. So, in a 170 mile orbit up, which sounds close, but the International Space Station orbits about 200 miles up. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's uh, it's closer, but that means they're hauling ass. Oh yeah. If you actually well, when you see the like. That it when it's coming up over the horizon, it's like given how big it is, it's hauling butt up. Yeah, yeah, to come up. So that's why I figured out it's about 170 miles, and I'm like, okay, the internet. That's reasonable. Yeah, it's yeah. reasonable size, yeah. uh, yeah. height, and and so even to backtrack even more, I went on to YouTube and I started googling like, what would this Death Star look like if it was orbiting the Earth? <laughs> and so I found a video that this guy named Scott Manley did who does like a whole bunch of like Kerbal Space Program and a bunch of space videos. He got a model of the Death Star real size and then sent it in a 400-mile orbit around the planet. And just I looked at it, mm -hmm. and I'm like, if it was double that distance, it would be twice as big, and it would look right about what it looked like in the movie. So I'm like, okay, that's 200 that miles works. is probably you right. You kind of double-checked yeah. it. Yeah, double-checked it <laughs> using just some, you know, vision YouTube math. videos. Nice. YouTube videos. <laughs> So we have how high it is, okay. which we need. 170 miles. Okay, so the next set of calculations is figuring out, like, that laser. Now it has to shoot at an angle out mm -hmm. and hit the tower, right? Okay. And so the next thing was, like, how wide is the laser? So I figure two shows the Death Star shooting the laser. Okay. Yep, okay. Yep. Now this image is from the uh, episode Four, I think, of Star well, that's Wars. That's the same Death Star. It's the same Death Star, but it's firing a full power. Okay. But I went with this one because it actually showed the laser better than the one in um, Rogue One. So, and the Rogue One laser actually looked bigger in diameter. And like the mm. one frame you get to see it in the movie mm. when it fires. And it looks to be about the same width as like the equilateral um, trench that goes around the Death Star. And we know how big that is. It's one kilometer wide, roughly, which is a huge laser. And the problem is, if you look at figure three, when it hits the tower, if that beam was one kilometer wide, that's a 20 kilometer tall tower, which is like 12 and a half miles tall. That's enormous. <laughs> which is, yeah, it's that's what, it, it, when you look around, it doesn't look that big. So 
either the, the amount of elevator music you'd have to listen to going to the top. <laughs> top. It yes. would be like a whole album. No, you just, just to get to the top. you just hyperdrive the top. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. As you carry your data, all carry your data. Because <laughs> it would it actually would be maybe faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm like, okay, so that's either the laser loses strength as it goes through the atmosphere, which makes sense. It focuses. Focuses. But I couldn't rely on the laser whip then because there's no way this tower is 12 kilom- or 20 kilometers tall. No. Um, and so I'm like, it looks, this is like, it looks like 250 meters, so we'll go with that. Because <laughs> it does. It's like, you know, in a couple scenes, I could see where the AT-ATs kind of buy it and you kind of just like, you know, stack stuff up and Scale it looks like 250 meters is really, it's still pretty tall. really tall yeah it's still a pretty tall tower um can we have like a comparison to a real life thing that is two yeah so what's meters? 250 meters tall while he looks that up i'll keep explaining the well uh what is what is the uh uh the how do you pronounce the burj khalifa or whatever the tallest building in the world i'll, I'll look it up oh and dubai mm-hmm. tower dubai. yeah 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 while he's doing that, I'm going to get another beer. Okay. I'm almost there. I'm almost Could there. Could you top me off, too, Parker? Thank you, sir. Oh, co- 829 oh, meters. You know what's funny? I So I Google it, and it comes up in feet. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it. This is, this is actually where Americans, I wanted it. It knows you Yeah, exactly. So it does. It's about a third as tall as the world's tallest building. And when you look at that one, though, like, everything below it is absolutely tiny mm-hmm. whereas this it's like oh you can make out roads and stuff in this picture so i'm like okay if it's 250 meters tall the beam is like 10 to 12 and a half meters so i said 10 make math easy okay okay so and that means that the the dish you know is about 10 ish meters tall because it actually like completely blasts the laser the, the dish off like completely vaporized it yeah. mm. um and so I'm like, okay, so it has to hit a 10-meter target, and it's X distance away, because it's not right above it. It actually shoots at an angle. And so I actually drew out red lines and then measured the angle in between, which is it's going to be parallax error there, but we're going to roll with it. <laughs> um, so it's 52 degrees is the angle shot. Okay. Okay. And so that works out to be 346,286 meters is the shot. Well, that's the distance from, from the, the laser to the Death Star. Yes. Okay. The hypotenuse of that triangle. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 pretty like pretty big distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you, you know, use an equilateral triangle. So you have three three hundred forty six thousand two hundred eighty six on one leg, three hundred forty six thousand two hundred eighty six on the other leg, ten meters. Right. And so it works out to point zero zero two degrees is your arc that you have to be within. To hit that, to hit that, that target. So you have to turn an entire moon-sized ship, ship. <laughs> to within an accuracy of two one hundred thousandths or ten thousandths ten of a degree. Of degree. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> That's some control. Yeah, their PID loops are, are tuned pretty well. Very. <laughs> um, Was actually interesting because in, um, in the sixth movie, Return of the Jedi, they shoot like the this was like just like shooting randomly at ships <laughs> and so i think they basically figured out how to like directionally turn the laser now they just have a big mirror that they kind of just like wiggle swivel it around a big prism in yeah. front of it yeah. yeah right right actually i think what it is is because it shows like the 
the lasers that go around it first, and then the big laser goes through. Oh, yeah, they all combine into one master laser? No, no, they don't combine, but they. I think what those are doing is controlling the angle of the big laser. Oh. oh so they don't have to move the whole Death Star. I think they figured it out by one. Death Star 2. Mm. But in the first one, it's like, if you look at the picture, it's like straight two. out. Yeah, because they're 360 two, yeah. no scoping two. with that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 360 <laughs> MLG Death Starring. <laughs> Well, that was uh, that was impressive, Parker. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for going through that <laughs> exercise. Sacrifice yourself for this math. Yeah. You know, so it's only so, to, to to hear you do that. Like, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I feel like this is something that one of my professors back in college would have tried to have done, <laughs> but we would have all been like, "Oh my God, just stop." You know? <laughs> my favorite thing though is when I was doing the um, the trig math for the circle to figure out like how high the star, the star was, the answer could be zero or 140,203 meters. Because <laughs> it was quadratic? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I'm, uh, and I'm like, it's probably not zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's one assumption I'm probably correct on. Most likely. <laughs> Can you imagine like the Death Star like just skidding on the planet? <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Hey. Maybe that will something like that will happen in a future Star Wars. Yes, mm, it just works like a pinball rather than a laser beam. It just, yeah, it just runs into things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Empire's yeah. kind of just given up. Yeah. Well, it was like in the ep- in Episode Six when like when the Death Star Two blows up, it probably would have taken out everything on that planet when it exploded. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this last weekend. I think this is one of uh, one of the best scenes in all of Star Wars is the, um, Park and I were laughing about this. When they shoot the laser, there's those two, like, control guys who are inside the laser gun. Oh, yeah, And yeah, they're yeah. standing on this little podium. It's, like, big enough for two guys, and they're right next to this beam that can destroy planets. And there's no railing. There's no, like, <laughs> any kind of safety no whatsoever. And they even kind of, like, duck out of the way because they're like, oh, shit, that thing's big. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, it's, it's the thing is the first time it's ever been fired before, too. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, they, like, turn it on, and they look and go, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if if all of the, like the control stuff that that they're doing, you know, like all those guys like moving levers and pressing yeah. buttons and stuff like that. It'd be great if all of that control stuff didn't actually fire the weapon. It just told those guys to fire the weapon, and they're like the final say, and they just press one button and it shoots. Oh well, no! It'd be like a um, a battleship or a big ship where yeah, like where they send the, the speed down to the engineers down, and the engineers actually adjust the speed oh yeah it's yeah, just yeah. that's like it's a suggestion <laughs> <laughs> that's right. hey uh guys down there um uh, vader said we need to fire this weapon so probably a good idea to fire that weapon right and those guys, are, those guys are down there looking at your drawings and being like you're telling us we have to shoot <laughs> a 10 meter dish <laughs> These guys. It's like yeah. bullseye and womp rats in my T whatever it was. <laughs> T16? Something like that. Oh, yeah. No, whatever. <laughs> the life of an engineer. Yeah. A laser firing engineer at the desk. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Most stressful job on the desk. Oh, yeah. Besides being the architecture, apparently. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Very stressful. Spoiler. Well, I guess the guys that were, I guess the laser engineers died too, eventually. Yeah. 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 I would think that if you're next to a beam of energy that much, you would just vaporize. Probably. Like, <laughs> they'd probably just have to keep sending engineers down there. Oh, just can you go do some repairs <laughs> on this down there? 
because it wouldn't like an endless stream of them. And the thing is, there'd be nothing left, so there's no evidence either. It's yeah, not like exactly. it's like going down there and hosing off. Like you don't have to hose the platform off. It's just instant sterilization of that tube. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 when the new engineers who go down there, they they ask, hey, what happened to the last ones? Oh, they were transferred. They were transferred to Scarif. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the intergalactic safety inspector never catches anybody. <laughs> no, no, never. <laughs> oh, well, you passed this year. Good job, Vader. <laughs> I can see that. What like one of the guys is like drinking coffee down there, and he accidentally bumps the fire. Yeah. <laughs> and she, like she'll totally choose. Like, oh, you think they're gonna notice? <laughs> It's just like going off into space just randomly. Completely and like, randomly into space. And you're like, yeah. I hope there's nothing in the way of yeah. that laser. <laughs> and that's when the laser goes into like the Star Trek universe oh, and yeah. completely destroys the Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh good stuff. Yeah. I, I had something for that, but oh well. I ruined it. Sorry. No. Yeah. I thought your joke was way better. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So you were talking about no railings, but at least so – the fact that they had to manually get onto top of this tower, onto a railing, to the terminal to adjust dish. It's like, why can't you just do that in, like, the control center? Yeah, That's right. actually <laughs> really interesting where – I wonder if it is like Battlestar Galactica where everything is so not connected to each other. So you can't, like, control the dish from the main area because someone mm. might hack it or something. Maybe like they did have to send the fire command down to the engineers. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, cause, but at least that where that terminal is at, to adjust the dish, had railings around it. Did it? Yeah, it had railings. I, mean, I commented on it when we watched it last. Oh, okay. I'm like, hey, they have railings, so they at least, you know, it's oh, a little on safe. Oh, on the dish. Okay, but but check this out. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that railing on the Death Star is only there for the executives. And <laughs> no, 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 no. Seriously, if you think about it, like when Obi-Wan goes to like – Deactivate the the uh, the tractor beam. Oh yeah, there's no. There difference. is nothing on that. Like and there was death everywhere. Yeah, and like and the like, walkway is only like six inches wide. Right, and and the la- <laughs> the laser bridge that you yeah. were talking about. There there ain't uh, railings there. But when when Vader has to throw the empire the emperor over the railing to kill him, there's there's railing there in, yeah. in his little place. Yeah. Well, he's old, so he needs to like grab something. <laughs> I I just think I think it's railing is only there for the uppers the Upper, high ups yeah. they, yeah. they yeah. can afford to they lose the aff- small guys yeah. Yeah. Exactly. and it's like when you look at like the uh the bridges on the star destroyers there's no railings either it's like the platform where like the cap captain is on mm-hmm. and like a pit where like all the like lackeys are working it's like it's a 12 foot drop if you fall <laughs> off that thing yeah and yeah. everything's like waxed smooth so it's like it's probably slippery <laughs> and you get hit by a hammerhead vehicle and into another star destroyer and yeah. Well, e- even even yeah. when uh, the the Millennium Falcon is in one of the the landing bays in the uh, Death Star, there's a, there's a part where one of the elevators is coming up and it's a full elevator full of stormtroopers. But when that elevator is down, who knows how far down that is? There ain't any <laughs> yeah, railing no on railings that either. Yeah, there's no railings and that it's pop just up. like, and that's that's like you're supposed to walk on that, and it just drops out. Yes. <laughs> so apparently they they have. In in that data package, there's there's like the safety guy just took the day off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's no OSHA, there's no nothing there. But it's a bunch of clones, right? So I mean, I think, that's yeah, that's so all who staffs of, it. Yeah. And I think just kinda by like Rogue One, four, five, six, they're not all clones anymore. Hmm. Oh yeah, by that time they've all. It's just a bunch of old clones. Well, and, some of them are old clones, and then it's just people who are stormtroopers. Sure. Hmm. 
So Finn, was he a clone or was he just like a person? He's just a, just a person. By that enrollee. time, he probably, yeah. He's yeah. just an enrollee. Okay. Yeah. So he didn't look like Boba Fett. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His guidance counselor in, in uh, high school was like, yeah, you seem like Emperor Empire material. <laughs> seem like, like a stormtrooper. Yeah. Storm, yeah. Have you thought of being a stormtrooper? Your aptitude test came back, and yeah. it said, you're the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I see a white suit in your future. <laughs> I'm not going to make any jokes on that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think that... Oh, yeah, so let's go talk about the new movie. I guess I guess that's our RFO, rapid yeah, fire opinions. Yeah, so we saw... In, in Rogue One, we saw some CGI. Not just normal CGI. We saw fake people. Dead people. Fake dead people. Yeah. We saw dead people. Yeah, we saw dead people. <laughs> so Tarkins was a CGI. And I, I'll put this way. The first time he was on the screen, I thought he was like, I'm like, wow, they got an actor that looks just like him. Same. I was blown away. Yeah, it looks so real. Yeah, really. And I mean, we saw also, didn't we see CGI of a young Princess Leia mm -hmm. at the end of Rogue One very as end. well? Yep. That one... It was the the it looked too good, too pristine, better than no. actual Carrie Fisher did at that yes. age. <laughs> better than she did in Episode Four. It was like too like the makeup was basically too perfect, a yeah. little too porcelain like. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Um, but Tarkins was like they got like all like the wrinkles and like the scars and like bags, under liver his spots. Eyes. But he perfect. was in the movie a lot more, so they probably focused a ton on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably because yeah. I mean, she was in there for like. Two seconds. If that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so with Terry Fisher being, you know, dead now. Yeah. Spoiler alert for people that might not know. <laughs> real life um, spoiler alert. <laughs> real life spoiler alerts. Um, and I think she died before the finishing of The Last mm. Jedi. So I don't know if she finished all her. Because a lot of times they'll like finish all the scenes yeah. and stuff. So I don't know if they did that. So we might see CGI Carrie Fisher. I'd really hope she doesn't die off screen. Yeah. Like, that her like, ship oh. just explodes, and it's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Be very sad. I think I think they'll do, like, a good parting gift for her in the series in some manner. Yeah. Yeah. It, because of that, uh, I guess more spoiler alerts here, uh, because of that, I wonder if they're going to just kill off basically all the old cast, you mm. know? Just get rid of them all. Yeah. Maybe. Including, potentially, Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends on um, if he makes it through the next movie or not. Well, I mean, his character. <laughs> I would say it greatly <laughs> depends <laughs> on that. Yeah, what if, yeah. His character. <laughs> him dying or living depends on him living. Because, <laughs> well, because um, um, I was about to say Indiana Jones died in that movie. <laughs> well, Solo died. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then and next year is the Solo movie. Yeah. Um, so then they, they casted a, someone else. Because you can't have a oh, no, 80 year no old. Oh, no CGI no. Han Solo for that yeah. one? Yeah, because you can't cast an 80 year old guy to play like a 20 year old bounty hunter you know who they <laughs> or <casted>? smuggler. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. Okay. What'd you ask, Steven? Uh, who they casted for young mm. Solo? I don't know. I only know who they casted for Lando. Yeah, it's Donald Glover. You guys know yeah. who that is? Yeah. yeah Very really? excited about that, actually. Yeah, I heard that they've had to revamp the Han Solo script because it was a little not Disney. So they had to take a lot of the comedy out. I know. It's Wait, a they bummer. took comedy out? Yeah, they I took a lot the of the comedy okay, out. Okay, that's because, good. Yeah, yeah, the storyline's still there, but okay. yeah. No, that's good. 
But it, yeah, do you really think that they're going to kill oh, off okay. all the old guys? Well, so there's only one left now in the, <laughs> in the movie. Because I can't remember. The person that plays Chewie mm-hmm. is, I think, no offense to the guy, but anyone could probably wear Chewie's <laughs> outfit as long as he's tall enough. Yeah, still got that height. You know, he's notorious for having a, a loud mouth, and they actually stopped telling him uh, his scenes before he was doing them because he would just go and blab about them. <laughs> yeah, he spoiled a lot of Star Wars. Really? Yeah. So he basically had to read a script right before he did it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds like a Wait, Chewy thing. You think they would just, like, like put the voice in for Chewy? Like, he just has to open his mouth up. Yeah. Like, cast a new person? Basically. <laughs> so. Apparently um, they did that, too, when um, uh, they did it for everyone when Vader... Uh, Reveals that he's Luke's father. Mm. Nobody knew about that that's until cool. like right when it happened. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I wonder if that's like one of the last fi- like scenes they actually shot too in Episode Five. That'd be cool. I actually think it was. Yeah, it was like right before, and then they just went edit. Sorry, yeah. editing. So, if I remember correctly, I think there's like a really interesting Mark Hamill like commentary on that and finding out that that was Luke's father, which we should totally try to post on our blog. Oh, that'd be cool. cool. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, CGI Tarkins and Leia and Rogue One. So, we'll probably yeah. see more of that. Excited. And that makes sense. And I, I was also actually, heard oh. that Carrie Fisher's dog is making a cameo in this episode. Really? Her, her little French bulldog. So, keep an eye out for that. It's the first time we would see a dog in the Star Wars series. Yeah, it would right? be. Um, I wonder if it's like part alien or something. Ooh, it looks like a little alien. So, yeah. That's cool. That's a little homage. Yeah. Because yeah. she used to carry that thing around everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was, uh, I hate to say that, was hilarious. Yeah. She was She's so great. Such she a, was super salty. I and know. I loved that. Loved it so much, man. <clears throat> Which is funny because her character was not really salty. No. no. <laughs> it's so funny. You hear her talk about playing the character of Princess Leia, and she hated Princess Leia so much. Oh, yeah. But she rocked that character. Yeah. So great. She still didn't hug Chewie, though, at the end of that movie. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of six? Yeah. Seven. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And didn't give Chewie a medal. I think (laughs) think Leia's racist against... (laughs) Against the first. Yeah. Yeah, Doesn't like the first. (laughs) First. (laughs) (laughs) The opposite of a furry. (laughs) So the... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I saw my favorite thread on Reddit that came out like last week was in in 2016 a lot of your favorite celebrities died in 2017 a lot of your favorite celebrities are now like scumbags and creeps Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so in 2018 what will be the thing for celebrities and then my favorite was the old cgi (laughs) because then you don't have to one you don't have to pay them for you don't have to pay them for likeness yeah and they look better and two you don't have to care if they're like scummy or not anymore because you just (laughs) digitalized them <laughs> the future's here and, they, and they'll never die yeah they'll just get bit rot <laughs> bit rot that's great eventually it will eventually die. yeah so i think i think um luke's gonna die in this movie you okay yeah so? so that's the prediction part rfo so okay. I, I i think so i mean i think with the name the last jedi you know, yeah. it, it talks about him. There will be one more, and it will be Ray, and he's gonna die. So I think Ray is not gonna be a Jedi. That'd be well, haven't we already kind of gotten that confirmation that Ray has the Force? Well, and yeah, is we, 
she's like unnaturally proficient in the force which is weird that you know okay so i'm nerdy here they call those force adepts uh. those, those are basically people who don't know about the force but can use it it's sort of like a religion in a way yeah and better like, better than people that can that know about it though and be trained in it and i i, I wasn't i wasn't a huge fan of her character because of that basically what you're talking about yeah there. like she like we went through six movies of building up how much effort it takes to be a Jedi and putting them on this pedestal. And, and even the first three movies are all about like how much training it takes and how much effort. And then she comes along and just throws all of that out the window mm -hmm. because she can just use a lightsaber because she can just X, Y, Z. Well, we talked about kind of bullshit. We talked well, about this on the last podcast where you're like force users or only force users can use a lightsaber. And we talked about that a little bit, but I mean, it's clear that people that don't know anything about the Force can turn a lightsaber on from Episode Four. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because Luke turns on the lightsaber; he just goes plunk and turns on. Yeah. I mean, of course, he's Vader's son and Anakin's son, and he has the Force, Except but he, he would... doesn't know anything about it, and he just flicks the switch. How great would yeah. it be if he was holding it backwards, backwards and it just right, right through him? <laughs> so I mean, but isn't that technically the same thing that happened with Rey? Except she just doesn't have that like prior knowledge of the Force that he had with Obi. Well, I mean, she she like encompasses it with the theory that like she's potentially Luke's daughter. Well, Luke and, had to like live months in the swamp with Yoda. Yeah, to, and like, he, he did go through some training. Yeah, and even just the move of a little rock mm -hmm. or something. But or, even even what Ray did, I mean, it doesn't show that she's proficient at the Force. Just that she has some type of capacity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She did was able to block the mind read from yeah. from Kylo. Kylo, and then she got the lightsaber yeah. too, right? Didn't she like call it to yeah, her? Yeah, and then was something. able to convince the stormtrooper to let her go. Yeah, which is like that's actually if you look in like the video games and lore, that's like really high level use yeah. of <laughs> force. So it's like it's not like actually like lifting a rock is like that's easy in yeah. the force, whereas like mentally manipulating people is actually really hard. So it's like she kind of just like I would agree with Steven on that one. It's it's kind of like it's convenient, convenient. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say a lot of things in the Force Awakens were made very convenient. Of yeah. course, yeah. yeah, and and that's that's why I'm gonna kind of disagree with what you're saying about her not being a Jedi. Like, it, they've put so oh, much no, convenience no, 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 into no, no, no. it that she has to be. No, no, yeah. no. So the Jedi are the good side of the Force, the light side. Mm -hmm. The Sith are the dark side. I think she is, because the whole thing about the prophecy about the Jedi was someone to bring balance to the Force. Mm -hmm. And that was supposed to be Anakin. Well, Anakin couldn't handle both sides. Yeah. Because he went to, he was the good side, light side, and then went to the dark side. And then at the very end of six, was able to <laughs> climb back out to the light side and save his son and mm -hmm. kill the Emperor and all that stuff. And so he never was the balance. Yeah. And then Luke was supposed to be the balance, and we don't know what happened because that's kind of what this movie is supposed to cover yeah which is basically the gap between six and seven he done screwed up mm. yeah he done screwed up and so maybe he is the last jedi because he's the last light side mm -hmm. force user and then ray becomes the actual the jedi. actual balance of the force yeah. and she's not a jedi she's 
what people term in the social media world, it's like a gray Jedi. Well, I've heard is, Luke more commonly referred to as the gray Jedi, that he yeah. has too much of the strengths of the of the light side without the balance of the dark side. I mean, if you watch like Luke's whole progression, he <laughs> constantly makes like sacrifices for his loves and friends. Yeah. And like, you know, uh, I don't oh, know. I thought you were going to say, like, everyone's got to be a little crappy on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you could be a nice guy for, like, half the day, and then the other half, you've got to be a dark like, guy. just a bad dude. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, have you heard that discussion yeah, as well? I've, of I've read that one. The, yeah. the gray Jedi, and what are your thoughts on that? I, Because I, what it is is the people who are writing the story and stuff, they say there's nothing. Gray doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, gray Jedi is the term they use doesn't exist, which is like, okay, then that's just not a Jedi. It's just someone who is in between Completely. Sith and Jedi then. So basically you're throwing out the semantics of the word Jedi. Correct. And, yeah. and it ends up just being like the force is one thing. Yeah. As opposed to like split in two. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It's a little uh, matrixy. A little matrixy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So her, she just changes her name to Neo. <laughs> Black trench coat. Yeah, yeah. and the end of the, hair, the matrix. Slick right. the hair all the way back. And the end of the movie, she just goes, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I know Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, because she plugs in one of the USB drives and, and, <laughs> and just learns, learns everything. Yeah, Full yeah. circle now. Yeah, there we go. Cool. Um, any other predictions for, or what do you want to see? So we talked about predictions. What do you want to actually see in episode eight? I really want to get more insight on Luke's backstory and what's been going on there. And uh, also Kylo's backstory. So, like, I know that it, some of the books probably covered what made Kylo such a screw up. Um, but, I mean, Han Solo and Princess Leia were his parents. So yeah, what exactly. had to happen there to make that go wrong? And so severely wrong, too. Um, so I'm really hoping we get some flashbacks there. Um, I've also seen previews for this character Rose. No idea who that is, but I'm interested. Is that the little bird? Uh, no, I think it's actually a person. It's a little bird animal. <laughs> That's supposed to be like the new minion. <laughs> so I would like to see. I did air quotes there, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so in a lot of the books, Luke was supposed to create like a Jedi Academy. Academy, yes. I would love to see the academy and mm -hmm. what all that entails That's yeah because cool. they even talk about it in seven um yeah they do mention that he lost yeah, han talks about it yeah right and he was supposed to uh, i mean like it wasn't it wasn't like a super elite private school academy in terms of like there wasn't like two people there there was like a lot of people learning at this academy uh and so it would be cool to see what that looked like in its heyday if that actually existed in given this lore so we have to have a Luke movie then. That's, that's, where, you, that's where your CGI comes in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I can't look like a grizzled old man. But hey, <laughs> you got to admit, Mark Hamill looks awesome. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. He, he totally really pulled cool. He looks apart. better than the original Luke. Oh, honestly. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know so what? much more badass. Do so you know in episode five where he looks kind of messed up in, during yeah. the movie? So what happened? Do you know what happened? No. At, so at the end of episode four, he actually got in a really bad car wreck. Ooh. That almost killed him. Mm -hmm. And then so that's why he's got like scars on his face. Yeah, and so the first thing they do is fuck him up in the movie <laughs> <laughs> with this snow monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so now he like and then he put they put him in that tank and stuff, but it doesn't yeah. fully heal his face. So that kind of explains. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of like when they wrote in um 
Harrison Ford's scar in in um, uh, Indiana Jones, mm. where they wrote in that scar in I think the third movie. Yeah, third movie. Where like you've seen all the way to the third movie, <laughs> Indiana Jones three. Yeah, it's one of the best movies the, of all time. The uh, yeah. the Last Crusade. Last Crusade. Yeah. Oh, the Last Crusade is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's on par with the uh, the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, now, Parker, you like. Second you like Temple Doom. Temple Doom, though. I have no idea why we are friends. <laughs> Is that the one with I don't Shia know. LaBeouf? No, that's, oh, no. that's episode four. Oh, that's four. That's not an Indiana Jones movie. Okay. That's something else. Four I don't, I don't is, know. Well, four is okay. Okay. Ah, it's crap. <laughs> Anyways, right LaBeouf is it. like the Jar Jar of... Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's nothing really wrong with him in the movie. It's just everything else, and everyone blames him for it. Uh, Jar Jar on a Harley. Yeah, Jar Jar on a Harley. Yeah, that would be an awesome episode name for this. But <laughs> 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 well, cool. So, anything else, guys? Oh, I guess I can see what I'm looking. Oh, for. Oh yeah, to. what are you looking yeah. for? Um, closure on the Luke saga is a big one. Um, I want to see more. Oh, I was really impressed with in seven was. When the First Order, like, activated their... We talked about this last year, too. Mm-hmm. But when they activated their Star Death Killer, um, they just immediately used it. And I'm like, okay, that's actually kind of cool. Because usually they're like, you know... They they got to use, like, the Death Star tw- three times. They got to use... Well, that we know of in the movies. Um, they actually use a ton in the EU. But regardless, they only use it three times. And it's like, they destroyed two cities and a planet... But, like, the Star Death Killer, like, annihilates eight planets on the first firing. And it's 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 kind of like the anti-villain, because usually villains are, like, they, like, build this, like, weapon and stuff and never get to use it mm-hmm. because the good guy always wins. And here, like, the bad guy's, like, fuck shit up. <laughs> and I want to see more of that. I, I like that. Because it actually, it actually gives purpose to, like, what the good guys need to do. Yeah. And gives... Like, they need like they need to put emphasis on like getting it done quickly. It's like in a video game where like you need to do X really quickly, and then you go off and like, like, farm stuff or do other side quests, grind or like do side quests and like ignore the main quest for like hours. And it's like I guess it's not super important because it's just like, you know, that's really nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> But it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense if you play video games. Um, yeah, that's that's why, you know, I want to see the first first order, you know, fuck more shit up and nice. uh, more tech, because then we get stuff to talk about next year, <laughs> as well as the Christmas special from '78. Yes. Yeah, so, so talk about I'm that. going to go home and watch that tonight. Good. Yeah. Have fun, man. Yeah. Get some alcohol. <laughs> it will help. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so I'm going to Carbach after this. Just gonna chug it down and prep. Yep. So. Get some eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> Put you in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Cool. It's, nice. it's Star Wars. I'll, I'm going to watch it's it. It's going to be good. It's gonna yeah. be, well, it's going to be... There's an acceptable level of what it's going to be. Yeah. I, I think we're at the point where Star Wars is so ingrained in... Uh, well, our culture that, like... Yeah, you, you, it's just going to be what it is. Yeah. yeah. It'll and either be excellent or just fine. And the fact that people that have previewed the movie are, like, actually saying how good the acting Loving and the script it. is. And they're like, oh, this can win. The fact that people are saying that a Star Wars movie can win an Oscars mm-hmm. <laughs> for, like, best supporting actor, I'm like, okay, it's 
we're, we got to see. Yeah. <laughs> you guys need to buy your tickets to go see it this week. Like, yeah. oh, I'm yeah, coming yeah, yeah. into work Monday <coughs> jabbing about it. So okay, just be prepared. I'm seeing it Thursday night. Oh, right. boy. It'll oh, happen. Oh, boy. Can't say anything on, on I'll Friday. I'll be quiet on Friday. I promise. I know I'll get beat up if There's I'm a not, grace period. So. She's going to come in just smiling and, yeah. like, the plot written on her shirt. <laughs> 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 and it just says, uh, Snape kills Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. No, no joke. Snoke kills Luke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Closing I hope that out. doesn't happen God, in the movie. Don't even. <laughs> don't even. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and close this out. All right. That was the second annual Macrofab Star Wars Christmas special podcast. I was your guest, Taylor Smith. And we were your hosts, Parker Dillman. And Stephen Craig. Later, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Thank you, yes you, our listener, for downloading our show. If you have a cool idea, project, or topic, or Star Wars topic that you want Stephen and I and Taylor to discuss, tweet us at Macrofab or email us at podcast at Macrofab.com. We need to do something about all these ats at the end of the sentence because I always get stumbled on them. And check out our Slack channel. We talk about cool stuff, articles, the MEP, all that cool stuff. If you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, click that subscribe button. That way you get the latest map episode right when it releases and we get those sweet, sweet clicks. And please review us on iTunes. It helps the show stay visible and helps new listeners find us. And one more thing, guys. We are hiring several positions here at Macrofab, including an electronics manufacturing engineer. Please apply and share this with everyone that you know. There will be a link in the podcast description.